All right, here we are. Everybody is here for the 100th episode of the wow. Founders Conversation. I can't believe it's it's almost well, it's over two years of uh, live streams uh, that we've we've been having. Uh, we've missed a week here and there as travel and other things did not permit. But we are at the hundredth episode, guys. Can you believe we made it to a hundred? I feel old. I, I know. <laughs> I hear hundredth, and it's like what? Oh man, I'll tell you what—it's it's pretty wild. But you know, we did a series this year uh, with Malvina called "Life mm. of the Steer." Mark and Malvina got together, and it's been some of the most fruitful comments. Um, people are like, "Wow, Malvina just totally unpacked aspects of the prophetic that I didn't understand. That was how I was seeing the world, and uh, just got even many people in our church was like, that was just that just was super, super uh, impactful and a huge blessing. So Malvina, we're super glad to have you with us. Yes, I'm glad to be part of the family. Yay, yeah. yay, yay, so good. And of course, we have Nathaniel and Amy with us there with Homemade Family on every Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys are doing a phenomenal series right now. And uh, I'm I'm so glad that uh, you guys are on there. Uh, you guys have been on almost a year. We have. I'm close, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so how are things going in Minnesota? <laughs> The leaves are starting to turn colors, and I'm not ready for that. That's uh-huh. what it's going to be. Wow. August. It's, it's still it's going to be 93 here tomorrow. So, so Earth Day. Oh, so. Lovely to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Fantastic. And Mark, uh, we hear that you got some things going on down there in Australia. What's happening in your world? Uh, well, tomorrow's the first day of spring, um, and um, I, it can't come soon enough. Um, and so the the leaves are will be starting to appear, so they won't be turning. They'll be they'll be coming on board. So mm-hmm. um, so we're heading in spring and then summer, of course. And of course, uh, we've got lots of things happen, and it never ceases to amaze me that the day that I come on live stream, builders or you know construction people decide to turn up, you know, and so that's what's <laughs> happened today. Okay, so, so if you're hearing, so, you, you hear noises and all that sort of things, and if I disappear, you'll, you'll, you'll know that the, the floor has opened up and I've fallen through or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and if it gets, Mark, just so you know, if it gets really bad, I can just mute you from here, um, and uh, <laughs> you, you, you know, you'll have to unmute to, to talk again, so... Well, I also have control too. So, oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, must must revoke Mark's control before we move on. Okay, and um, and Peter, Columbus, Ohio. How are things going there? Really good. Uh, Megan and I are getting over a little bit of a sickness here. The boys have started school. Um, so yeah, all, all in all, life is going great. Awesome. And Do we how need- is Do- the baby? Cute, starting to <laughs> smile, but without all the facial muscles necessary to do it quite right um so, <laughs> so it's really cute <laughs> oh she's just going to bring a whole new she's just going to bring a whole new uh atmosphere to your house won't she oh it's going to be great it, it is going to be yeah. great yeah yeah four boys and now one girl and she's uh, going to balance yeah. out that she's going to balance out all of that t- testosterone it needs balance i mean those in the future <laughs> those wrestlers Uh wrestling committee yeah well hey one of the things that we do when we are live is that i will pop up uh from time to time comments 
questions if, if you have any of those and you're watching feel free to just put it in the comment section regardless if you're on youtube or on facebook we can see those and so we're going to run through a couple right now abraham baldares hello all thank you for being here um one of my great friends lennis jelenic so happy to be here relaxing outside again i said it's 93 here and expectant about this epic episode come on and of course our top fan uh, Dave Champions. Champion is yeah. in every episode. It's amazing. Yeah. And uh, so Dave, uh, he says, hi, guys. Hi, Abraham. Abraham and Dave are having a conversation in the chat. Come but on. Uh, he says, hi, Dave. Thanks for letting me know about this great podcast show. And again, you can get this podcast anywhere that you download it. You can listen to it later. If you yes. miss out on the whole thing, put it on your podcast feed. And of course, the wonderful Gwinnett. Portera hey, is on here saying hello, family. Tony and Angie Martinez just popped hey, off guys. from Cheyenne. We bless yeah. you. Uh, thank you yeah. guys for hopping on. So um, if you have something that's pertinent for the conversation, um, just know uh, if you're if you're talking um, on the live stream here and you see that pop up, feel free when you're ready to just say, oh, yeah, this person says that. Um, just feel free to, to do yep. that. Um, otherwise, I'll try and wait till a break. And we'll we'll do that. And of course, uh, Tony Pratera says hi, y'all. So we are so blessed to have our Wyoming family on today mm -hmm. as well. So um, with that, you know, we got together and we began a conversation. Like, oh, what's God saying? This is episode 100, and I start off saying, I think God's doing a new thing in this season. There is something different. I feel a shift and a tide turning i feel some things moving and mark you brought out a scripture that i thought that might be a great place for us to start yeah well you, you <laughs> know i think most people in case you got to run with people yeah. it'd be great great for you to throw well, that out there. you know I, I think this is a scripture that um we've heard so a lot and sometimes familiarity can really rob us of um the very thing that the father wants wants yeah. to say and so we we were always should be in a place where we are prepared to look at scriptures from a different perspective or mm -hmm. to look at through a different lens through that particular scripture so this is from um from isaiah uh or isaiah i think you americans say but anyway, <laughs> the, the correct pronouncer the correct, correct pronunciation There's is no Isaiah. Okay. Isaiah. <laughs> Isaiah. So, so, so um, Isaiah um, 43, verse uh, 18, and I think most people will recognize it. Do not remember the former things. Now, I, I don't think he. I don't think he's giving license to dementia. I, I think he's. Um, I, th I think what he's. I think what he's just saying is, you know, <laughs> memories. Memories are important, but don't don't be stuck in the mm -hmm. memories. Yeah. Don't be stuck yeah. in the old. Don't take people back into oh, we always used to do it this way, or, or you know, in a, in a place like that. You know, that, that's what he's. That's what he's. Right. I think that's what he's saying. Uh, so do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Yeah, right. So he, he's not saying don't learn from those things. He said don't keep, don't take captive to them. Behold, I'll do a new thing. This is your this is your word, Chris. Behold, I'll do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? That's the question, Mark. What he's saying is, please recognize the fact yes. that I'm doing something different. Please partner with me. And in fact, I think the word is cooperate. 
mm-hmm. you know, cooperate with the new thing that I'm doing. Shall mm. you not know it? I'll even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Ooh. A road in the wilderness and, a, and rivers in the desert changes that place. So if you put a road mm. in the wilderness, it's no longer a wilderness. If you put a river in the desert, it's no longer a no desert. Longer a desert. You know, so and the beast of the field will honor me. Wouldn't that be interesting to see that? The jackals and the ostriches, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert, that give drink to my people, my chosen people. That's a provision, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this people I have formed for myself, they shall declare my praise. He's looking for a people that will identify and recognize that there's a new thing happening. He's mm-hmm. looking for a people that will step into on, new Mark. dimensions of praise. Uh, to him, and so one of the things that we talked about is that we can we can be stuck in the old. We're trying to do what used to work pro pandemic and make it happen in this. Mm-hmm. And I think there's lots of things that we used to do that were optional extras. They were, you know, things that we could do that are now become essential. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think the prophetic realm that we're talking about, seers and prophets and those sorts of things, we're in a different we're in a different realm because a lot of people are saying things that were normal are no longer normal. Correct. Right. So I'd be interested to unpack you know, those sorts of things because I think we've all got some views on, on on going forward, and we want to be talking today about you know the next season or the thing the season that we're in. What that mm-hmm. what that looks like. So, be interested mm-hmm. to hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Who's going, Malvina? Malvina. <laughs> well, you know, you said something about uh, the memories and the old, um, like mm-hmm. biblical terms. You know, if you have the the law and all the things that were established, the Lord the Lord gave them that. So, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. what has happened in the previous season was given by the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. So it was good. At the mm-hmm. time, but then there is a new season, you know. Here, mm-hmm. Here's Jesus in the pictures, and that's good. Mm-hmm. Let's not dwell on the old, okay? So that's mm-hmm. what got him to the cross, really. Or I'm saying, <laughs> but you know what I mean. So I think the point that you're making in that verse is let's not hold on to that, you know. Sometimes we can be stuck in the past. Uh, uh, yeah, recently, that he spoke to me about how are you seeing, how are you building? Are you building with the past in mind or are you building with the future in mind? And I believe mm-hmm. that we have to build with the present in mind because a lot of the time prophetic people tend to be so futuristic. We're totally out of touch mm-hmm. <laughs> with what's happening today. So I think mm-hmm. we have to be like, Lord, what are you saying now in this moment? Right. But it, mm-hmm. it really is both, isn't it? It's not either or. It's exactly. and. It's yeah. the present think- and the future. Yeah. And you yeah, learn think- from the past. You don't despise the past. It was good. Mm-hmm. But then yep. don't shape your present. Mm-hmm. Based, you know, so it requires a constant hearing, which is part mm-hmm. of our conversation before we got on the air. Yeah, yeah. We have to know what is God saying? What is God doing? What is that new thing he's doing? Yeah. If it's new, it's not old. Well, you touched on this a lot in the Life of a Seer you know, podcast, um, specifically around this concept of um, if it's not my word, we have a judgment on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like like we we can tend to filter everything through our limited scope of vision mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. think that we can see it all and think that we understand it all. And yet God is calling 
all of us to maybe lay that down. Um, mm. And uh, not maybe, but he's calling us to lay that down. Um, and one of the things, Amy, you were talking earlier about Metron and really understanding a little bit more, especially with the prophetic and prophetic intercession kind of where, where you're geared towards. Can you share a little bit about that? Cause I think that has everything to do with what Malvina was just saying. Yes. <laughs> um, so I think as prophets or people who are prophetic, sometimes we, you know, we hear a word and there's life on the word and God is speaking the word. And as prophetic people, we tend to think like, I have to go and do this right now where it might actually be the word that's supposed to be released to allow the angelic to come into agreement and to allow the people of God to come into agreement with the word so that the word can be accomplished, not necessarily so that the, the prophet has to accomplish the word themselves. But we were, we were also talking about Metron and how, you know, just because we haven't heard the word that somebody else is giving doesn't mean that it's not, the word of the Lord. That's why we have mm -hmm. the spirit of God to test the word, but it's very possible that, the, that, that word is for that, that group of people, that Metron, that, that region, that mm -hmm. division of the people, and it needs to go forth for them. And so we were, we were just talking about how prophetic people can have a tendency to judge each other <laughs> and judge their words or think that that isn't the right word right now, because we haven't heard that word, but it's just, it's not that God isn't saying that word. It could be that God is speaking um, to that Metron, that, that group of people. Yeah. I think this is extremely important specifically for the fact of, of this new place that God wants to take us. So the old mm -hmm. patterns of understanding how things went, understanding each other, understanding prophetic, um, all of this stuff has to, I feel like it's almost, like when it, we say leave behind the former things, you know, like forget like the ways that we've interacted, the ways that we've done this stuff, God is upgrading us. And so mm -hmm. it's going to require a more openness, likely more creativity, mm -hmm. more putting your ear to understanding and listening um, than we probably ever have before, which is going to require more humility. Mm -hmm. um, a greater level of, of really trying to assess instead of, make the make the judgment mm -hmm. so one of, one of the th Go for it, so one of the things that um uh well first of all the passion translation just in that area said stop dwelling on the past don't ever remember these former things don't even remember these former things i am doing something brand new something unheard of even now it sprouts and grows and matures. Don't you perceive it? And then he goes on to say, I'll make a way in the wilderness and all those sorts of things. So, you know, I think it would be really good because this is something we talked about before too, is what are some of the sorts of practical things? What are the, some of the sorts of things in this season and in this time that we mm -hmm. should be focusing upon or going after or putting into place or or perceiving, or you know, mm -hmm. you know, understanding. What are some of those sorts of things? Um, mm -hmm. Because you know, we we know that we're in a in a time uh, that is about the future and about the present. I mean, I think uh, Reggie McNeil wrote a book called The Present Future, mm -hmm. um, and so it's like about being present, but in our future. What what are some of those sorts of things? So, how about we 
how about we uh, mm-hmm. find out? Well, it's, it's interesting that we've got building in the background because I think that the Lord really is moving us into a building yep. season. Yes. And, um, you know, that's and I'm not just saying that to, to play off of that. I really believe that that's the case. There's been so much that's been lost in this last season, and I think God's in the business of redeeming it. But he's not going to redeem it just by rebuilding what was. It's actually going to be an advancement of things. And, you know, and, and we're talking, Mark's asking, like, what are the strategies or, or how to practical, you know, to step into this new season? And one we were already hearing about was the idea of understanding the times. You know, this whole verse from Isaiah 43 is understanding yeah. the times. And we were talking before we went live about Matthew 16, where Jesus says, how do you how do you not discern the times? And it says a wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign. So there's actually adultery in our heart, idolatry, you know, uh, with the Lord that causes us to fail to discern timing of things. And I think that there needs to come into a place where the prophetic is going to be more accurate, not just in the substance of the mm-hmm. word, but actually in the timing of it. Come and on. then and then what Amy was talking about would be the other thing that we've talked about, not just the timing of it, but the calling of it, who's called to it. And this this idea of understanding like um, someone else has that Metron, you know, good on you, get after that. And we talked about Nehemiah's wall and they each had their Metron, you know, this gate, that gate by that door, you know, by my wall outside my house. And there was a unity, but there was also a great diversity. Um, within that calling. And so within those different callings. So, you know, those are just a couple of pieces. And I think that there's a place where the prophetic is going to come into a much higher place of, to use Malvina's words, much higher substance, greater substance to the word, which is going to empower building. Because when it becomes clear, write the vision, make it plain that those who meet it, read it may run thereby. You know, there's something that happens when things become more clear, but mm-hmm. we have to embrace new mm-hmm. dimensionality mm-hmm. to step into a greater level of clarity. And I think we're hearing about the idea of timing is really key, which which involves letting go of things that were former and stepping into the things that are new and knowing what the new things are. And we're also hearing this idea of Metron, which understands what am I called to specifically? I think yeah. I'll, I'll say my my thoughts on timing for the prophetic is oftentimes I will see that um, prophets that prophesy out of the flesh never get timing right. Their timing is always just all over the place. Yes. Yeah. But those who hear, like if you get time from the Lord, it's almost like that's it's accurate and it moves. Mm. So because God's not a liar, he's not trying to like swindle us on timing or bait and switch us with well i just told you that timing so that you'd be prepared for the Mm -hmm. whatever the people say to make it make sense you know no god god's accurate Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i Mm -hmm. and i and so that that's something i'll say about that i want to touch on a couple of comments real quick and then amy i know and malvina i know you guys are, are you got burn in things inside you. All right. Tony Portera says, I find that the best time for me to hear from God is in times of intimacy. Uh, Totally in agreement with that, Tony. Um, Anybody have a thought on that one? Yes, actually, that was kind of the word that I was going to share was um, just feeling a real uh, call to, you know, Jesus, even in the midst of his ministry, he would go off onto the mountain by himself mm. to get the new download for the day or for the week, mm. you know, like he's going to be about his father's business. And so even in the midst of the rush of life, you know, the new year, the the Jewish new year is coming up. And this is a yep. great season to actually draw aside mm. to get the fresh vision, to have the clear vision, to know what you're supposed to specifically on, be going 
season so that you know that you're actually accomplishing where the Lord has you for that. Um, mm. Also, I feel a little bit this word with um, when the Lord called them, he said, lay down your nets and follow me. And I was going to make you fishers of men. And so, again, it's like this this place where we have been and we are going and it's a place of comfort and routine and the yeah. things that we do normally. But he's like, wait a minute, I need you to lay that down and then follow me. And then he did take them back out fishing and gave him a miraculous catch. Mm. But first he said, but follow me. And then he's going to lead you to that place of prosperity. To that's, prosper in his work in his kingdom. Yeah, that's good. So good. Yeah. Tony also added stilling our minds and emotions. Um, and I think that's just absolutely critical. Jeremy Dunn says time to be in time. And uh, that's a great word, Jeremy. Um, hey, Jeremy. And Abraham uh, was commenting, Peter, on what you were sharing, that that's a great message. And Tony and Angie just piped in here was saying we have to decide how we are going to show up to what God is saying. And, mm. uh, and I think that's that's great. We do have to make that decision. Yes. Mm. yes. So one thing that I wanted to say, Chris, uh, um, Peter mentioned uh, timing, but he also spoke about building. And a lot, a lot yes. of the comments come from Mark's hammering back there. Uh, if you look at the year that we're currently in, in the Hebrew year, it's 5782. Number two is is bait uh, in Hebrew, bait. But it is also um, uh, the word bina, which is understanding, is a bait word, but also the word bana is the word to build. So you build mm. with understanding. The, they mm. built the tabernacle with very accurate measurements. You, the holy of holy was 20, 20, 20. You couldn't do 20.5. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is what I see this year. She mentioned the new year, but we're really in a seventh month of 5782. We do mm. like an early celebration of 5783, but it doesn't really start until the spring when you enter Nissan, which is really the biblical year. So even though we're celebrating a new shift, because come September, everything looks different. Well, we're in September, but end of September, everything shifts. I'm talking about timing. This mm. is a year that's still ongoing with that anointing of building. Mm. What have we built? What is the new building we are putting together? Do we have the accurate measurement? And that goes to the conversation we had offline. How accurate are prophets hearing? We had a lot of prophetic years of the indulging in the fluff. You know, I think there is time now that we get, uh, this is survival to me. You know, after you saw COVID, you must, we need to know what God is saying. Accurate. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going to help us build a new without the contamination of the old or without the contamination of the flesh. Because mm -hmm. we, we've heard the Lord. We hear the Lord. We know we do. But can we accurately create the tabernacle like they did in the wilderness and they didn't have Home Depot? <laughs> so I think we, we don't have it. They didn't have it, but they did it. And it was amazing. So yeah. can we have that anointing? And if you notice the craftsmen have spirit of understanding, that they mm -hmm. have knowledge, understanding, wisdom. Mm -hmm. You need binah. If you don't have binah, which is understanding in the Hebrew, mm -hmm. you are going to build a crooked. And mm -hmm. that comes to the higher standard of building. So mm -hmm. I want to talk about timing. In the timing we're in, we need accurate prophets because mm -hmm. they're yeah. the foundation anyways. So, sorry. 
No, it's really good. And I think Linus brings up something here that I think is important as well. The seven redemptive gifts, Romans 12, 6 and 8, we're not all prophets, honor all gifts. Let's talk about that a little bit because we did talk a little bit about this because there is a multitude of giftings, um, whether you're talking about a five-fold role uh, or, or the gift that you carry that's a five-fold is, as a minister. And then there's these other, the seven, say, redemptive gifts. And we can go down the line on, mm-hmm. on gifts. But um, how are these how are these all I think all of them are being required to come to a higher standard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like everything's being called up. So yes. mm-hmm. so would love to hear more about that. What do you what do you say, Peter? Well, I think we were talking earlier about how when David brought the ark, tried to bring the ark up to Jerusalem, mm-hmm. you know, and Uzzah died. Uh, in that process. And, um, you know, David did it with gusto. He thought he was worshiping the Lord awesome. And, um, you know, he he had heard from the Lord. I think that, you know, it was a good thing that he was wanting to bring the ark up to Jerusalem and he's doing it with worship. And yet a guy that he's with that he commissioned to help with it is dead. And, you know, David had to take a break to Amy's word and almost like come aside, like, what did we miss here? And of course, he didn't do it according to the divine order because there was a human made structure, the cart, the horse, that that the presence of God, he was trying to bring the presence. And so it wasn't according to God's order. It wasn't according to God's word that God had given Moses. And you can see that in First Chronicles. But I think that there's something about that, mm. you know, that's analogous to that across, like you say, all of these gifts, you know, where it's saying, like, if you lead with diligence. Mm-hmm. So what, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, well, what does godly leadership look like according mm-hmm. to that higher standard in this season? What's the higher standard? The divine order, you know, the divine order of things. What's God's word on the matter? You know, um, if you, if you minister, you know, in ministry, in his ministering, he who teaches in his teaching, he who exhorts in his exhortation, you know? So like, so what, what does that mm-hmm. look like? And I, I think that there's really a call to divine order, a call to God's word about a thing and a call out of the place of mixture about stuff. It doesn't, that doesn't come, stepping out of mixture doesn't come through striving. It comes through surrender. Mm. And I think that we've been in such a season, uh, you know, in in this, in these last couple of years where we've been having been forced really almost to surrender. You know, (laughs) sometimes our shepherd is so good at making us lie down in green pastures, you know, like, like, okay, I understand, you know, like, so I don't have an option, do I, you know, (laughs) so finally we surrender into that place and realize it's what we were needing. Mm. And so I think that there's really a place of surrender that's leading to this place of, of, of greater divine order, greater, um, you know, greater, really a purity to it, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a great word for it. Yeah. 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 And it meaning those seven redemptive gifts. It's like in whatever God's given you to do, I think that that's very much how he's moving. Yeah. That's good. Tony pipes in says what has been missing in most of the body of Christ is the therefore. Once we get the declaration, therefore we will respond this way or that way. And of course we learned mm. that from Dave Crone in LaBarge this year. Um, he, he really taught uh, him and, and, and Ryan both spoke on that very well. Mm. You know, this concept of, of, okay, great. You've got a declaration, but what does that produce in mm. you? And what are you going to do about it? You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, that's a great word, Tony. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Really good. Um, so let's, let's continue to look at this a little bit. Um, Mark, one of the things that you talked about early on, uh, in our conversation 
um, surrounding, like if we're going to see an increase of, of gifts or a purification of gift, if we're going to see um, for what God's going to do in the earth in this time, in this season, you, you have this great way of bringing everything back to identity, <laughs> you know, of like, hey, this is about your infrastructure. Can you t- talk to us a little bit about mm-hmm. that? Because I think that that's just such a key part of what God's doing in this season. Well, I, I think it's it's because everything comes back to identity. Um, yeah. And uh, you know what is what is uh, formulating your identity? What's formulating mm-hmm. your worth? Um, and a lot of people will will say, well, you know, I'm a son or I'm a daughter and, you know, those sorts of things. But in reality, that's not often the case because you can tell uh, when you're not performing or you're not traveling or you're not, um, you know, doing very well in, in certain things that you feel worthless as a person. And so you, you try and do things. So that becomes your motivation, um, you know, is to perform. Uh, and we all have it. It comes really out of um, the Garden of Eden. Um, it's something that Jesus uh, was challenged with by the enemy uh, soon after his baptism when the father yeah. declares, he, you know, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. And he didn't even go there. He didn't even he didn't even give the enemy really the time of day on it. So it, um, identity will uh, an upgrade. You, in your identity or the Lord taking you back to that place will always precede um, a uh, a new era or a new season or a new time whenever you're going into something because he wants the infrastructure within you, is what I call the infrastructure within you, to be strong so that he can build on it. And your infrastructure mm-hmm. will get you so far. And if you don't upgrade it, if you don't go into another dimension of un- understanding, because a lot of people say, yeah, I know all of that. You know, I, I know all uh. of those sorts of things. I've got all of that done. I mean, I, I taught in this church a few years ago about being and doing and having in the right order. And I, I spent three or four hours on it. And then I had this guy come to me afterwards and say, yeah, I heard all of that about being and doing it. Well, now tell me, what do I need to do? You know, it's like, wait a minute, you, you didn't get it. You know, it's like I was talking about being in order, you know, being and then doing out of your out of your being comes your doing. And so this will always be a place where we me, go guys. back to. It wasn't me, I promise. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I know you all were thinking it, but no. It it's sort of something you do, but <laughs> more like, more just from a joking point of view, but. Um, you know, uh, so so it's. I think it, it always comes back to it, and if yeah. we don't recognize it, if we think, well, I, I dealt with that back in you know year two thousand or you know whenever <laughs> else, you know, uh, I've already dealt with all of that. Well, uh, you're missing something because there's a there's a new there's a new era or there's a yeah. new dimension that God wants to take you into. Mm-hmm. So. Um, there'll always be that, and you. Uh, I see it so often. I see it so often. Sometimes I get sort of like, "Oh, here I go again, saying yep. the same thing." Yep. Um, but it, it it will always be about that. Because on... oh, go ahead, finish up. Well, it will always be about that because God's answer was always a son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's yeah. always about sonship, and. Please, the ladies, you know I'm talking. I'm not talking about gender. I'm talking about position. Oh, it's come on, about... Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's always about who you are. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. 
You know, it's always about who God is and or, and and who you are, and that's it's always going to come back to that, and mm. ev- everything else is going to flow out of that. And if you've got it, it anything out of order doesn't work. Mm. Yeah. Right. So if it's in order, it will work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just a minor adjustment. You know, if you go to the chiropractor and you know you're not feeling quite right and whatever else, and he does a minor adjustment, and you come out of there thinking, "Oh, I feel, I feel." I feel like a million dollars. I feel like so much better, free or whatever. But it was just a minor adjustment. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting because the word cooperate is another word for submission. And, and, you know, we were talking about this, you know, these minor adjustments, right? These things that that sometimes we we will so often think more highly of ourselves than we are. Oh no, I figured that out. I got this mm-hmm. thing dialed in and we carry this ridiculous pride. Like, Oh, I'll honor the president. Just not this one. You know, mm-hmm. like we've, we've got, we've set ourselves up as the judge over all things um, because mm-hmm. we have elevated our own thoughts. Sorry if I'm going to go off for a second, but we elevate our own thoughts above the thoughts of God. And then we wonder why there's no fruit in our lives. And, and this is for every gift, right? Like mm-hmm. this is all, this is the human condition, right? I'm not, I'm not isolating apostles and prophets or anything mm-hmm. like that. But one of the things that has to happen is this willing cooperation with each other and the spirit of God to mm-hmm. actually have unreasonable purity, mm. to have unreasonable holiness. We've got to we've got to have a willingness to go places that we've never been before in order to get to where we want to go. Right. Mm. And so there's has I just feel like there's this unreasonable humility, unreasonable mm. cooperation with each other. Mm. Right. Because this core element of this place of um, understanding and building, right? And we look at Nehemiah, it was the cooperation of all the families in their post, all of them doing their things submitted to the work of the Lord, mm-hmm. cooperating willingly unto one another in the work of the Lord. And mm-hmm. God put a point man in charge, but that wasn't the Nehemiah. It wasn't about Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right? We, we had to take some hits, but it wasn't about him. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to have Nathaniel explain this because he can tell it a little bit better. But we were um, just talking with somebody about the two altars of competition and covenant. Was it? No, kingdom. Kingdom. Kingdom and the, the two the competition two altars kingdom. that are being built right now in the churches. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So we, we were just ministering in a, a different region of Minnesota this weekend. And um, there was also a tent revival there that weekend. Um, but... But some of the words that God was releasing both in the tent revival and to us in this church we were ministering in was that that really the churches are at a fork in the road place or they're going to find themselves there very quickly where they're going to have to choose between kingdom and competition. That's um, a good word. Where, where it's like, it. you know, are we going to um, build together? Are we going to work together? Are we going to be in partnership? Are we going to be in cooperation like? You know, whether that looks like, oh, we're going to do joint prayer events or joint worship nights or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, even just, hey, our leaders are meeting together and we're praying for each other and we see each other as actual partners in in the region. Or um, one of the things that the church we were ministering at, they've done since their beginning is they take the first Sunday off every month and they encourage their people to go visit other churches. Um, You know, just 
to keep the body cross pollinating and and uh, and building those connections and relationships. Um, so it can look like a lot of different things, but the heart of it is just you know, am I seeing this as this other church as a competitor where if they're growing and I'm not, or if they're flourishing and I'm struggling, like whose kingdom am I building? You know, mm-hmm. is this, about, is this about my church brand, you know, or is this about God's kingdom being established in this mm-hmm. region? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think that that applies really for anybody, you know, like obviously the language that I'm using there applies specifically to church leadership. And that could be mm-hmm. prophets in different metrons, that could be apostles in their different ministries, or that could be different churches. But, but really that applies in any individual believer, like that's a mom at home. That's, um, you know, it, like mm-hmm. I'm a mom at home um, and and I'm judging the mom who goes to work like that that's mm-hmm. not there's competition or mm-hmm. that could be um you know the pastor who's judging the lay people who go to work or the lay person who judges the pastor or whatever it is like mm-hmm. that can be at an individual level as well um and really it is coming down to each individual person in the body of Christ, being able to hear God's voice for themselves, discern His will for their life, and own their own assignment. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, if I may say something, um, as he's speaking, two words come to mind: vision and portion. And I think we talked about portion before we came on 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 the air. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember when Samuel uh, came into the picture, it says the word of the Lord was rare. There were no visions. Uh, I believe that if people have a clear vision, it's because they have heard from the Lord accurately, which is how we started this whole conversation. Mm. So that's that puts a little bit of weight on the prophetic. If we're going to listen to, you know, if the, if the vision came through a prophet, let's make it accurate. But like you said, everybody should be able to hear from the Lord, you know, to get the vision for their lives. Mm-hmm. We're talking about competition versus kingdom. Why do people compete? Because you want to be like somebody else. But that's mm-hmm. not the vision that the God gave you for your life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that means your vision is a copycat or counterfeit or something else that mm-hmm. wasn't what the Lord downloaded for you. You're borrowing mm-hmm. somebody else's. So, mm-hmm. I think if people start hearing, you know, get a clear vision, then do, you don't compete because that's your portion. That's a vision mm. and portion. And, and I think of line, That's we talk so about the tribes. You know, you look yeah. at the tribes, they all got different land. And those that didn't want their land ended up in trouble. You know, you look at the gatherings, there were pigs over there. You know, they, they, you're not supposed to stay on that side of the Jordan. You're supposed to stay over here. So they go off, they start raising pigs. Jewish people don't eat pork. You're like, why are you raising pigs? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So, you, know, you go doing something that looks good. <laughs> but mm-hmm. when you yeah. think about it, a lot of us do that. That looks good. It, it looked like a great land. If you mm-hmm. go physically mm-hmm. there, it's beautiful. But that's not what God had assigned for them. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. there's too many people over there. We got to go fight. So mm-hmm. I think if we hear clearly, your vision becomes clear. And you then you don't want anybody else's. Because if you truly hear from God, yeah. why would you want... That guy's vision, not yours. The fear of God comes on you. We talked about that. You know, if you truly, truly 
touch the Lord and he, he talks to you, you wouldn't dare want what other people have. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's yours. But I think a lot of people, and we talk about redemptive gifts, moving your gifts, moving your birthright, move in what you're here to fix, what, yes. what mm -hmm. God has given you. And then there is no competition. Then you're talking kingdom. Then you're mm -hmm. talking the body working together. Mm -hmm. We all have a portion and there's mm. plenty. There's plenty. <laughs> so I don't yeah. think we should be yeah. threatened. So yeah. Competition also leaves you discouraged. Oh. Right. It mm. leaves you ashamed, it's illegal. To right? be competition is it's it, an illegal it produces all the fruit that you don't want. Right. Yeah. Mm. Let's touch on some of these comments. Um Linus said, Well said, Malvina. Um, Tony Malvina, awesome word right before that. Um, wow, so relevant to me today. Thanks, Nathaniel White uh, from Dave Champion. And then um, Abraham mentions Dave here. He says, Dave Champion brings a great presence of our Lord trackside. Come on. Praise over the track and everyone there. And we know that that awesome. is the truth. Um, Dave's actually really helped us with this word that we've been processing for a long time about making a turn and being mm. in the turn and, and getting to this place where we're now coming out of the turn. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is specifically accurate for today. We're mm. coming out of the turn. We're coming into this place of building. Um, with the the uh, title for the conference in LaBarge was Refire. Mm. And then we re-engaged. There was this re-happening, and we're seeing restitution, mm -hmm. reconciliation, God bringing again a, a something that, that is very different than it used to be. He's bringing a new thing mm. into these old places, which has been very mm. exciting. Mm. Um, Dave says uh, competition comes from envy and jealousy. Yeah, mm. good words, good words. Yeah. Yeah, I think something on the the competition versus kingdom is um, to what we're what food we're living from. Like, mm -hmm. you if if you're competing, then <laughs> then so really good. you're living. It, God, Jesus said, you know, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Like that was the whole purpose of manna for forty years in the wilderness was so that they would trust. God had said, this is how the bread's going to show up. This is how you're going to be fed. This is how you're going to live, and then. Yeah. When the, that generation had been trained by the manna, God said, that land belongs to you. Don't worry about the cities. Don't worry about the giants. I'll deal with it. And they believed him and they were able to enter their promises because they lived from his word. That was what they ate. They lived off of that. But if we're competing, then we're not living from the word of the, the Lord. We're not hearing what does he say about me? Who does he say I am? What is my assignment? What is my metron? What is my mission and vision? We're living from competition, which... That means what we're really living off of is the praise of man or man's standard or what looks good or what what is what is what do I value when I look at what success looks like and I look at that and I, I see that person, that ministry, that family, whatever, as that's what I think success looks like. Therefore, I'm going to try to compete with that. I'm actually living from the praise of man or I'm living from insecurity. I'm not living from the word of God. Good. So that all, all comes down to what Melvina and, and all of this group has been saying of the, the prophets and the fivefold needing to level up because as the fivefold levels up and grows in accuracy, grows in discernment, 
then that grace is going to be dispensed and released out to the body of Christ so that all the saints then grow in that same maturity. Exactly. And that's the whole design of the whole thing is that if God is calling a greater level of accountability to the fivefold, it means that he's going to release grace for that to them that they then release to the church and everybody mm -hmm. gets to in this so that they can walk in their assignment. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. So how do we, um, just a quick question as we, you know, probably start wrapping up a little bit. I'm, I'm wondering how do we effectively position our hearts? How do we, what are some, some maybe tips, tools, something like that for people watching and listening Okay, God, we, we understand you're doing a new thing. You want to get us out of competition into the kingdom. We understand that um, you're bringing greater purity and holiness into our giftings, into the, the calls that are on our life. You want to establish a greater metron. What, you know, obviously Tony said intimacy with the Lord. You know, he, mm -hmm. he mentioned that earlier. And I think all of us would say, yes, spend time with the Lord. What are some things that you guys are seeing might be, might be helpful things for um, each other and then for those listening as well? Mm -hmm. I think that uh, to quote one of my favorite uh, Instagram influencers, that hard doesn't equal bad. And that there's been a lot of things that um, like for personal inner healing and ministry, you know, like that we we think we're OK and we're pushing through. But really, we know that there's something there, but we don't want to deal with it because it's hard. And we know that taking care of that wound is actually going to mm. hurt a bit. And so that we have to be willing to take the time to go back to the places of wounding, to get the true freedom to move forward without that. And so really, mm. again, when he's talking about intimacy with the Lord, it's also just allowing the Lord to heal the hurts of the past and to trust him in that, that he can redeem and restore those broken places. Like Mark is talking about to take that desert and put a stream of water there instead. Um, it's a great scripture from Isaiah. I can't really remember it says it takes the wilderness and he, he makes it a garden of joy mm -hmm. and thanksgiving. And so to allow the Lord into those places where, you know what, it might be hard, but it's not necessarily bad. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the same thing because really to me, when we're talking about humility, that means uh, if, if it doesn't lead to deeper connection with community, uh, there's not really any point to it. You're just isolating yourself and thinking bad about yourself. Like there's got to be humility so that you can connect more deeply with other people. And so, um, it's more broadly than inner healing. It's removing hindrances to connecting with genuine community. Um, mm -hmm. because, because that's where, as you hear God's voice, there's going to be the confirmation and the contrast that helps you understand your assignment better and gives you confidence to walk in it. But that really is what God said to you. So all of that end goal starts with cleaning up the things that hinder, um, connection. Mm. Okay, we have um, Dave. What's going on with Malvina? <laughs> I'm, I'm holding on, Dave, because I'm ready to blow up. If not, okay. I take over. So, okay, go for it. It's all uh, yours. What, what I was going to say, and we we spoke about this uh, offline. We need to hear the song of the Lord. 
Um, Come on. I, I, we've done a lot of worship. We do a lot of, you know, our past mm. way of worship. But I, I believe that there is a higher encounter that's coming with the Lord. Mm. In order to build so good. what he's asking us to build, we need to... Uh, is worship is one thing. It's us human beings telling an amazing God how great he is. But when mm-hmm. God sings over you, that's a completely different sound. And I don't think we've heard it. And prophets will prophesy mm-hmm. with the fear of the Lord that they mm-hmm. touch that. I think a, co- a congregation that strives for um, hosting God inhabits the praises of his people in Psalm 22. Mm. You know, when he inhabits the presence, is a different is a different sound. You get a different vision. And I think that's going to bring us to a deeper, uh, a more accurate. We've talked about building accurately. We're going to have to strive. And it's not going to be three songs and an offering. By the three songs, you haven't dealt, you haven't gone high enough. It's good, it's worship, and you feel good. But that's not enough to have an encounter. And when God shows up, and again, talking about the new, I believe that when we touch that song that he is going to sing, there'll be no service. Sorry for those are pastors, because that's something, you know, that's a a pacifier. You you will address the word in another setting. But in that, when that sound of the Lord is coming down, you won't touch it. The fear of the Lord will come on you. And I believe that people will get that vision that Nathaniel was talking about, that you won't be competing because now you have, now it's throne room. And yeah. this restoration of the tabernacle of David, 24-7, okay. and it was not just a worship tent. It was people taking notes on what was coming down with accuracy. That's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, that, that directs the, what God is saying, what God is doing. Uh, there were 4,000 musicians. I mean, they built instruments. It was supernatural. Wow. To me, That the song of the Lord by 288 musicians, it, it's something I haven't seen. Mm. And that requires musicians that are humble. We talk about humility. It's not mm. about them. It's not about their uh, platform. Right. It's about the song of the Lord being projected so that we build what he wants. That's why I felt like that, Dave. Uh huh. <laughs> and then uh, he says, "Mark too. What's going on with Mark? Mark is meditating. He's meditating. Ah, uh, well, I'm I'm on mute because uh, there's such a noise here and people complaining about it. So, um, uh, I, I'm you know I think maturity is not so much about uh, what you do say, it's what you don't say. Um, you know, and it's uh, you know letting other people um, talk. <laughs> Uh, so I, yeah, I'm agreeing. Oh, sorry, I muted you. Hold on. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> you have to yeah. unmute. I can't unmute you. It won't let me. I tried to unmute you. Sorry. I yeah. So um, I, I agree with you. I agree with what everybody else is saying. So. But Mark, I think that um, I would say this, that you do, there is something about both and here that I think you need to bring to the table um, because it's very easy to get, get towards um, um, kind of 
having our eyes set in a direction and you are so good at the both and um, I, I kind of feel like you got some more on that. Well, I, I think we're, we're all pendulum swingers. Um, and so, uh, you know, we can swing the pendulum to one extreme or another, particularly if we're coming out of something or we're going into something new, we all run into it, you know, we're all at varying degrees on that. Uh, and so we, we default to I, either or really, I mean, everything around about us is, is yeah. helping us to default to either or, um, you know, choose one or the other, um, you know, it's like, you know, so um, I think Paul, Paul said, you know, everything is, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, it's, it's about also understanding from a kingdom perspective, you can have your cake and you can eat it too, because it's a supernatural encounter. It's a supernatural kingdom that we're a part of. Um, and so you have to be careful that you're not saying, well, you can't, you, you can't have that, but you can have this when in reality is you can have both because they both balance each other out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's and is is very very important, uh, and it would have to be the m- most important thing to understand the concept um, of it. A lot of people can't get their head around it because they want mm-hmm. to choose one or the other, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a concept that the Holy Spirit has to help you because it's a supernatural, it's a supernatural concept, it's a supernatural place, it's a supernatural thing, um, and I know that it it doesn't make sense. It doesn't logical make sense in a lot of things. Mm. Um, and whenever we're uh, exploring the things of the kingdom, it must, by its very nature, challenge our thinking. It must, by its very nature, cause us difficulties because we can't get our head around it. If you can get your head around God, if you can completely understand him, then you've made him in your image. Mm-hmm. Rather than than you have been in the place where you're grappling with something we're always sure. if you hear some preaching and that preaching leaves you with far more questions then it's it's been a job well done mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you, you you should be at, you know if you're in worship and you come out of a contented that you that you are just you know it's been a wonderful time and all of those sorts of things. It should be that, but it also should be want, causing you to want more. Mm-hmm. It should be in a place where you are hungry for, for yeah. much more of God. You mm-hmm. felt like you know like we like like we went places, but there's more you know. And I've got more questions about who He is and what heaven looks like, and you know all of those sorts of things. Um, we're supposed to live a life where we're satisfied, but we're not satisfied, which is the end. Mm. You know, I hear I hear Nathaniel and Amy talking about the strategy of dealing with comparison, which is so key. I hear Malvina saying, you know, when we actually touch his presence and his presence touches us and the song of the Lord is over us, you know, a whole lot of things are going to change and there's going to be clarity that comes to the vision. You know, I hear Mark talk about and and dealing with the judgments and not thinking that we've got God in a box and moving into you know, so that we can move in, in the expansive place of the kingdom. You know, I hear him describe just an expansive place, like there's more questions now, you know. Mm-hmm. And another one that really stands out to me, and Mark's been speaking about this recently, is the arise and build piece. And it's it sounds like that's what Dave and, and Ryan brought in part at, at Labarge to this therefore. Like when you've heard the, Lord of the word of the Lord, what's the therefore, you know. And that, I think, is a real strategy in this season as well. And it deals with the infrastructure thing, because often God deals with with the lack of confidence that we've had or something. He calls us into a new place. And this is why, 
you know, it the, the identity message doesn't get old and it doesn't get tired and it doesn't go stale because you had enough identity, enough revelation of identity for a past season, but now you're into a new environment and it's stretching it and it's calling for more. And so there's this arise and build that I think is really um, key in this season to not just hear the word of the Lord, but then to be a doer of the word as well. And I think that there's going to be a grace to actually be skilled craftsmen uh, that have the spirit of understanding like Madalena was talking about in order to do the building, you know, and I think that, that some of us, I think there's going to be new questions for us to ask. I think I'm preaching myself a little bit right now too, but right. I think there's going to be new questions, not just to hear what God's saying, but then ask the follow-up questions. Therefore, how do I do this? Therefore, who do I, who do I connect with? Therefore, what resources do I need? Therefore, you know, and so I think that there's some follow-up questions that are going to be strategic in this season as well, because that actually shows the Lord that we're ready to move forward with what he's speaking to us. Hmm. So good. So good. Well, I'm going to run through some comments here. Um, one thing uh, Jeremy Dunn says, uh, pay attention to the little things. What are the current small changes happening in and around you? Absolutely. I think that that really goes underrated. Um, you know, we get the sense of something and we just brush it off. We don't think about it. And, you know, just tuning tuning in a little bit more. Annalie was like, uh, straight up, Amy, no difficulty equals no growth. Uh, we made Dave laugh till he cried. Um, uh, Melvina with the power. Amen. Uh, thanks, Melvina. And Jeremy was really impressed with your with the maturity and lack of speech there. It was pretty awesome. He said, yes, Mark. And then um, Tony says, love y'all. Um, thank you, Mark, for your influence in our lives. Amen to that. And uh, Annalise says, ooh, more questions equals expansion. So good, Peter. Okay. Well, I feel like I've got more questions than I have answers now. I think I think but that's you're right. a good thing. I Mark, know. Mark was talking about you know if we are it's satisfied expansion. with our understanding, we make God to our own image. Mm -hmm. We should have a lot of questions because what He's going to drop this season is amazing, mm -hmm. and if we haven't seen it, so yes, yeah. I yeah. I hope we have a lot of questions. Um, you know, one of one of the things that is very classic in the in the kingdom is that. Um, uh, honor equals value. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you value what God is doing, when you value what he's saying, when you, when you value that by action, then you get more. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, a lot of people uh, are waiting for God to do something when he's waiting for them to do something. Uh, and, you know, I think uh, today, uh, just do something. You know, do something that either honors the words that you've already been given or do something um, that positions yourself. Do something that demonstrates that the honor. Do something, um, you know, even out of maybe what you've heard today, you know, just do something. Um, and mm -hmm. Jeremy just said, you know, sometimes it's just the little things. It can be just a little thing. Uh, it can be a place where you, where you look at something that you've heard today and see things from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, it has the has the potential. I mean, most huge, absolutely incredible large ships are moved by a very small rudder. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and 
that's you know the same thing it's the same thing in the kingdom um so <clears throat> there is no doubt that we're in a new season there is no doubt that uh that things have to have to change uh jesus dis described it um saying that you would have to repent or change the way that you think in order to be able to see what already exists uh, the fact is that we can't see a lot of things because we are um, we have our minds or we are too focused on what has been. That's why the prophet is saying, forget the former things, you know, forget the things that are there. And again, he's, he's not saying don't remember them. He's just saying, don't let them have control and influence mm -hmm. going forward. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Not, not an encouragement for dementia. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Oh, well, this was an absolute blast. Um, oh, what a great conversation. And um, Mark, it seems like the construction slowed down over there. What happened? Are they Did they leave? Uh, I think they're just having a break. So, okay. No, right. they haven't left. Okay. All right. Well, um, with that, um, is it all right, uh, Nathaniel, if you pray over this conversation for everybody and then we'll, we'll take off? With yeah. Our, yep. It'd be great. Yeah. So Jesus, we love you. God, thanks for everybody who joined us live or listens to this or watches this down the road in the future. God, and we declare your blessing over them. God, a blessing of clarity to hear your voice clearly, to have confidence in what they're hearing. And God, that you're in the hearing that your spirit of wisdom and understanding would come upon them to um, to to open their eyes to a vision they can walk in. And, uh, and both a, a long-term um, in this season destination they're trying to get to or something they're trying to build, but also, God, the day-by-day the -day steps and actions that they can take. God, we bless their understanding of the community that they um, need to attach to, to walk alongside in these. Um, that, that's all part of the, the Metron and the assignment, God, the 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 peace of the kingdom that they're building that none of us builds alone. And so we bless their relationships. We bless their um, ability to connect with those relationships. And God, we declare that this, that this is the day, the season the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it, God, that this is a season we are going to see you move as we've never seen you move before, God, that you are doing a new thing and we get to be part of it. And we say yes, God, to all that you have for us. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Well, with that, um, thank you guys so much. It's a great time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We will catch you guys next week. You guys, uh, Nathaniel and Amy are up Friday and you guys are done with the life of a seer series. Is that right? You guys finished it for 10 weeks and. Uh, yeah, we finished it 10 weeks, but we, we will be uh, heading into once this month, month. Uh, once a month. Yeah. We'll have a once a month connection. Oh, come on. Let's go. That's awesome. Well, yeah. that's exciting. Okay. Stay tuned and, and uh, keep, keep watching. Um, we have a bunch of um, thank you. Love you guys. From Anna Lee, uh, Kevin, thank you. Um, so, yeah, congrats. Anna Lee says, Congrats on 100 episodes. Pretty fun. All right. And with that, uh, we sign off. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.